Coming up, we'll give you our tips for discounts and saving money on your next Walt Disney World vacation. Coming up next, from the Bob Farley Studio in Orlando, Florida, this is the Diz Unplugged. Now you can play the music. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode number 682 for the week of February 25th, 2014. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Diz Unplugged, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I am your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Johnny Magi, Kevin Close, Teresa Eccles. Just leave it on her for a second. She's glowing. Julie glowing. Martin. <laughs> Trying to see how, how, how his reflexes are. Oh. Uh, and, of course, back in the production nook, our producer, Dustin West, along with associate producers, Sean Thompson and Craig Williams. And uh, in this segment, we are going to talk about discounts, 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 discounts. Uh, all this uh, talking about the price increases and all that other good stuff. Uh, we figured it would be a good time to start talking about, you know, some of the ways to save money. And we wanted to cover some of the things that uh, come up on the boards quite a bit that are, uh, you know, a little different than, than the normal. I mean, we are going to talk a little bit about some of the, you know, regularly available uh, packages and things like that that are out there. But, you know, there are some, you know, even as I was doing research uh, for this segment, you know, coming across things that I really really kind of surprised me. Um, there are some, you know, people have found some great ways to save uh, money. And, and, and it's not just, you know, when you're here, but uh, even before you get here. Um, our budget board on disboards.com is loaded with ideas and tips for saving money while you're at home to help pay for your vacation, as well as uh, things you can do while you're on vacation, ways to save on your airfare, hotel, theme park tickets, things like that. So that's uh, what we're going to talk about uh, today. So we're going to uh, start. Um, I actually want to start talking about, um, well, let's talk about some of the things we can do from before we go on vacation. I know Teresa has some things, some tips. Yeah, some things that I had done when I was planning trips, when I had to do that. Um, oh, under 2000 Under right? 2000 or 2500 I come up with some different things and a lot of good ideas people had told me. Stop feeding the children. Stop feeding the children. That was one of them. Um, no, the one, the biggest thing that worked for me was I cut panhandling, panhandling on the corner <laughs> of Econ and Colonial. It's my regular corner. Um, no, you just take something out of your life that costs you a little bit every week. Whether like it's a, a manicure or a pedicure. A manicure, ladies. a pedicure, magazines, soda, chocolate, whatever it is. I ended up saving right. I ended up saving over a six month period, almost six. I was close to seven hundred dollars, I think, just doing that. That alone, wow, put money in my account. Also, um, my bank has the um, uh, keep the change, keep the change, and boy, I know that that, adds up. And I just looked in the last three weeks, it's put sixty five bucks in savings. I got to tell you something. I don't. My bank. I don't know if it offers it or not. I do that when I like am balancing my checkbook. You I always, use my. Mm-hmm. I always just round up to the next highest yeah, number, and so at the end Corey. of the month, I have like thirty or forty dollars yeah. left, and it's kind of like found money. Right. Also, um, the same with um, pocket change. Put it in a jar. Keep it in a jar. Also, um, another thing that uh, I started doing was. What? Oh. What? Or, or you could do it like, like me and put it on a decorative plate. <laughs> I don't put it in a jar. <laughs> I have a decorative plate. <laughs> what, you know, do you realize where you have all that work repositioning that microphone when you lean in to talk it like half your half your face is cut off? I, I'm trying to not do that. Yeah, I. I keep he was like yeah, he was like this. taking the studio apart right before we went live, trying to move this microphone. He's giggling. And okay. All that work just to be Phantom of the Opera. Okay, okay. A, decorative of plate, the a decorative plate. The only problem jar. with change is I find there are less and less places to turn it in, unless you sit and roll it all yourself. Oh, a Coinstar machine. Coinstar, I, yeah. But they're they're expensive. They but take still, seven to ten percent. Have to roll it. I'll pay also, <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but it seems like ours is always broken. 
at our right. Publix. Yeah. I mean, or we always try and put a paper clip through it, and it goes clunk, and the entire grocery store turns a to look clip. at who's oh, trying. Oh, they got into your jar. Right. Like, what are you doing putting paper clips in there? <laughs> it's not money. That's what we use also, for currency um, in cloud. I found that uh, a lot of my clients are going to um, Target or BJ's and getting discount Disney gift cards and and bringing them on their trips. Well, the way, uh, you know, especially with uh, with Target, uh, the way to do that is the red card. Now, that can either be your uh, a credit card that you get through Target, mm-hmm. or they do a debit card version of that, where you give them your debit card information, and they give you a Target red card, and when, whenever you use it, it just comes right out of your bank account, and you get the same 5% off. So what some people have been saying is, you know, they'll go buy $1,000 worth of Disney gift cards uh, with Target, and they get 5% off using the... Yeah. Uh, There's using only that. one downfall to that. It is that Disney will only refund to those exact credit cards, so your bookkeeping has to be really good. If you use that to pay for your trip, what we find is that people go and do this, and they have a great many of these. Yeah. And then when something happens and we re- get them a discount on their trip, or they may have to reschedule... When the refund comes through, it has to go through the exact same card, and we try to remind people, keep that card, keep that card, because otherwise... You'll lose it. You'll lose it. If you don't have the card, you don't have the refund. Now, in addition to the 5% on the the, uh, uh, red card, card, if you use Target's pharmacy, they give you a a 5% coupon as well. That's good. So you can use that. That is... Speaking of coupons... There's so many ways you can save money just by if you if you're diligent about you know couponing or however you can to save money on because I think I spend most of my money on groceries. I mean you have your set bills every month, but right, John? I mean, mm-hmm. oh, absolutely, we great. Our I biggest mean, bill is, is Publix every month. It's Publix, crazy. yes. Publix. However, I never oh, find yeah. if you're trying to eat healthier. There's very few coupons for the perimeter right. of the store. Right. It's almost impossible. I mean, you're if I want right. fruit roll-ups, I can get a dollar off. If I want fruit, yeah, I'm full yeah. price. And yeah. apples aren't buy one, get one free. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That would be awesome. Yeah. That would be so cool. And I had one client, and I thought this was really, they wanted to go on a cruise. And the only way that they could pay for it, he ended up getting a second job just and all that money just went straight wow. to Dedication. his vacation fund. And it, it, it was like every evening for months, he worked at his second job. Wow. Something you, could do, something you could do for that sort of fixed expense you have mm-hmm. every month is find a credit card that will give you cash back. Yeah. If you find one that you know is going to pay you back for those regular purchases, you can earmark that money for a Disney trip. Um, there's also uh, the Disney Visa offers 0% financing for six months. So that's something. If you have to pay for your uh, trip in advance, right. like a package, you can think about it. Now you've got this window of no, paying no finance no charges finance. and using that money. Right. That's a little bit of a way to save some money there, too. It is. There's, there are so many different ways, and people are so creative they about creative. trying to figure out how to... To get their Disney fix and go to Disney. Well, we'd ask the folks on our uh, Disney Unplug Facebook page to give us their best tips, and we're going to be peppering some of those in throughout this. But there's a huge number of tips there. Some of them really awesome tips. So head out to the Disney Unplug Facebook page and take a look at some of what uh, they wrote. It was kind of consolidated a lot of the things I was seeing around the boards and around mm-hmm. the internet. All in one place. It was a nice, nice consolidated list. Another thing I started just um, the first of the year is at the end of every week, I would, if I had a certain dollar amount in my checking account, I would take the excess. Like I designate a certain number dollar amount I wanted every Friday. If I had over that amount, I would put it in savings. Hmm. So you could do that once a usually once a month, but I was doing it weekly trying to make it happen quicker. But yeah, I mean that's there's so many different ways. If the money's not there to use. And you've put it someplace else mm-hmm. that you can't easily get to. We've, met, we've mentioned this before. Just real quick. If you have direct deposit from your employer, they can split that up into different accounts. Some people set up a savings account for vacation. So whatever it is, they decide, you know, $25, $50 a paycheck can go into a separate account that you don't touch. I find if I don't see it in my paycheck, I don't miss it. Right. Yeah. If I see it in my paycheck and have to make a conscious effort to move it, it just doesn't it goes happen. somewhere else. Right. right. Yeah. I do that when hiding money from my husband. I move it to another account. <laughs> I love these stories. <laughs> well, but now 
Well, no, he doesn't watch. He doesn't watch. That's okay. I I think this is an important part of this discussion because I think it's one of the things some people tend to overlook. You know, there's a lot of focus on saving on the airfare, the hotel, the tickets, things like that, and all all good things to focus on. But I think people tend to miss that. You know, wait, there are things I can do before I even go that can help can help pay for this. And yeah, you know, the credit cards. There's all sorts of. uh, uh, There was there was one tip on the. uh, on Facebook that, uh, see if I can find it, um, from uh, Steven Selikoff. Uh, generally, if you use points, miles, credit card at Disney, you get one point per dollar. Uh, there are exceptions, but generally speaking. Um, Chase has a business card called Inc., which earns five points per dollar if it's spent, if you uh, do it at office supply stores. You don't need a formal business to apply. You can call yourself an independent contractor. Office Max sells Disney gift cards. So you can purchase those gift cards using the ink card, thereby thereby getting five points per dollar instead of one. You can then transfer those points over to Southwest or United for flights and use the gift cards to pay for everything at Disney, including the hotel, for example, instead of a $1,000 purchase directly at Walt Disney World, which will earn 1,000 points or Southwest miles on most cards. That same $1,000 purchase in Disney gift cards, that's 5,000 points. I have one more thing to say about Disney gift cards, and I only know this because I've been dealing with them recently. If you do buy a whole bunch of discount cards at a discount and you live near a Disney store, they will combine them onto one card for you. So let's say you've got a whole bunch of $25 ones. You can go and make it into a five. That goes back to what I was talking about, bookkeeping. It's going to be much easier to keep track of. You know, if you're paying off a $10,000 vacation with $25 gift cards, you've got a file now. <laughs> you laugh. We've been doing no, it. happens. You've got a deck of cards. Right. Hey, However, if you do... gift cards. Don't laugh. I know. I'm just saying. But if you take them to a Disney store, they will combine them onto one gift card for you, and that will just make your accounting and the person making your payment yes. much happier. No. Can I just go back to this one really quick? I know we're, we're trying to get through this quickly. Yeah. The whole... Uh, credit card thing and looking for points and stuff. I find it easier to find a point a card that gives you cash back. I have a Bank of America card that actually gives you five percent back. Discover which card, is, which is Discover incredible. Discover card does that too, yeah. And it can be in the form of a check, so you don't have to deal with points and getting airfare and turning those points into something else. All you're doing is building up enough until you can actually turn it into cash. Well, that's actually a good segue into talking about airfare because one of the largest expenses on any vacation is paying for airfare, especially right now. Um, with all these mergers, uh, one, of the, uh, you know, one of the byproducts of all these mergers is there's less competition, so the prices have gone up. And uh, you know, everybody's always asking, you know, how can we, you know, when, when's the right time to travel? When's the right time to buy? Um, uh, several things that we've read, both on Facebook and on the boards, says the best way to save money on airfare is not to fly, <laughs> to drive. <laughs> Uh, I don't think a lot of people think about that. Now, obviously, if you're coming from Arizona, that may be a little much. But if you're within an 8- to 10-hour drive of, of Florida, of Orlando, um, it's a much more reasonable proposition. And you will save – you can save quite a bit. Um, so Especially if you have a carload of people. Don't, you know, don't overlook that as a, as a, uh, as a possibility. Um, kayak.com has become my favorite source – of looking for airfares, not so much because they do a lot of comparisons. They do. But Kayak now is doing what Fair Compare or Faircast used to do. Faircast got bought out by Bing, by Microsoft, and they used to do the predictions as to whether you should buy, not buy, wait. Um, and now Kayak does that. So you'll, you can look for your flights. And it will tell you, this is, buy them now because the price is going up or wait, the price we anticipate the price is going to go down. So that, I think, has been a, a, a great, it's been a great tool for me personally. So uh, The only ca- problem I find with Kayak, and I use it all the time also, is it doesn't include things like Southwest and JetBlue. Right. Which, and God forbid you have to use Spirit Airlines. Um, <laughs> right. This is mostly the major, right. the major, the major so you carriers. You have to go a little further. Right. You can you can do that. Um, but what I do like about Kayak is that they send you directly if you if you find the fare you want and you want to book it, they send you directly to the airline's website. Not you're not going through them. And the reason that's important 
is when you buy, and this is true with hotel rooms as well, when you buy airfare or a hotel room through a broker, like Priceline or Expedia, Expedia, any of those guys, if there's a problem, if there's an issue with the reservation and you go to the desk at Delta, you go to the desk at the hotel, they're going to tell you, you need to talk to them. And we've heard this horror story more than once. So you need to keep that in mind. If you're booking through these sites, you need to check every detail. Make sure the names are right. Make sure the dates are right. Make sure all the specifics are correct. Um, because if there is a problem, you're going to have to go through them. And sometimes the customer service on that end is not always what it should be. Um, another tip that we found, check the morning after you book your airfare to see if the price has gone down. In most cases, if the prices drop within 24 hours, the airline will honor the lower price. Um, and also, don't be afraid to check the Tampa or Sanford airports coming into this area. Both are about an hour drive and will require a rental car. There really isn't transportation back and forth. Melbourne, Florida also has an airport. And Daytona. Yep, yep. But uh, Tampa in particular, is a, uh, that's a, a, a larger, one of the larger airports, but it's not as big as Orlando. And prices going into Tampa do tend to be cheaper sometimes than coming into Orlando. So... Uh, you know, factor in the cost of the rental car and everything, but sometimes we've heard more than one story that people have saved hundreds of dollars by flying into Tampa, renting a car, and taking the hour drive but, up. And yeah. it's an easy drive, yeah. it's a straight drive right, uh, right up I 4. Yeah, I've had cl- several clients do that. Just don't, don't fly in in the middle of the afternoon. That's all. I, you don't <laughs> want to be on I 4 at 5 o'clock. Right. Um, you also can get transportation from Sanford, like through one of the car agencies and stuff like that. San- they will go to Sanford Airport to pick you up. Okay. Um, Faircompare.com recommends that Wednesday is the best day of the week to book your travel. Um, oh, the, I'm sorry, the best day of the week to travel. And Tuesday, uh, Tuesday at 3 p.m., very specifically, Tuesday at 3 p.m., uh, is the best uh, time to book travel. Apparently, this is when the best deals are usually, generally speaking, available. This is not a hard and fast rule, but Fair Compare says that according to their research, Wednesday's the best day to actually travel. Tuesday at 3 p.m. is the, be- is the best day uh, to book it. Another great resource uh, that I've used many, many times, airfarewatchdog.com. A uh, lot of tips, and also they will send you alerts if you tell them. Uh, what city you want to visit and around what dates they will send you alerts when airlines have specials sometimes you know and the, sometimes these are like last minute specials that the airlines come up with and the other thing we've heard is that according to airfare watchdog uh, book about six weeks before you travel that seems to be the sweet spot um, if you go on orbits.com and search for a specific route I get uh, emails from orbits after that that so-and-so is having a good deal on that. And all you have to do is use your, if you just give them your email address, they do that. So I have followed things that way. Mm-hmm. Um, another one of our, uh, our good friends on Facebook, uh, Tara DeBona, who's the coordinator of the New England Meet that's happening in October. She uh, recommends a website called Yapta, Y-A-P-T-A dot com. Uh, you register with them, and they will send you an email if the price of your flight goes down. Um, specifically uh, good if you use Southwest or JetBlue uh, because, uh, well, actually, Alaska, uh, Alaska Air and JetBlue offer a full refund of the price difference if your price drops, whatever it is. If it's $10, $20, $100, they offer you a full refund. AirTran and Virgin America offer a refund if the price drops more than $75. Hawaiian Air will offer a refund if the price drops more than 100 American, Delta, United, and U.S. Air offer a refund if the price drops more than $200. So you register at yapta.com, and that's a great, uh, that's a great resource to keep track. If the, they will let you know if the price in your flight drops, because not everybody is going to – because these, these prices can get really crazy, and they can fluctuate like mad. It all depends on how many – you know. How many flights are going in? What their what their occupancy rate is, or how many seats they have uh, filled? But uh, these are you know these are some tips you can use to help mitigate the price us, on air on airfare. We we book a lot of airfare, and I find that for us, if I'm diligent about it, if I check every day at a different time, but you have to be willing to jump 
you you kind of have to be knowledgeable. You have to make yourself aware of what the prices are and what the fluctuations are. So you can recognize the so good price. So you can recognize when it's gone to a certain point. And you have to jump at that point. But you really have to be diligent about checking back. Even after I book airfare, I don't wait for somebody else to tell me. I check up until the day before we travel to see if there's a, a lower airfare. Many times they won't give you money back at that point, but they will give you credit towards your next flight. Right. So you have usually have a year to use your credit, but you really have to make it like your job. You have to check every day. Yeah, there's no question that you know following these discounts requires effort. I mean, it's there's no one-stop shop for this stuff, unfortunately. You kind of have to do the legwork and do the homework, but... If you're diligent about it, a lot of time, you know, you take a look at the budget board. You can see you can see how much money some of these folks save uh, for their vacation and on their vacation. Uh, the next big expense you're going to have uh, traveling to Walt Disney World is going to be your hotel. Um, and of course, you have two options there: on property, Disney-owned hotels, or off property. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit about both in terms of on property. Um, I don't think there is a better way to save money on a hotel room than utilizing a Disney Vacation Club rent trade. Uh, we have a, a DVC rent trade board on disboards.com where people basically make their Disney Vacation Club points available for rent. It's $12 a point, um, and you can rent. For, you know, With those points, you can then get a studio, one or two bedroom at any of the DVC Villa properties, which is uh, there's one at the Boardwalk Beach Club. Uh, Wilderness Lodge, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Grand Floridian, Polynesian's coming soon. Of course, there's Old Key West, Saratoga Springs. The Contemporary. The Contemporary, Bay Lake Towers. Um, and we have a DVC point calculator on the site. We're going to have links to all of this in the show notes page, disunplugged.com. So you don't have to remember all this. Just go to disunplugged.com, look at our show notes. You're going to find links to everything we're talking about here. But we have a DVC point calculator on the site, so you can get an idea for the date you want to travel and where you want to stay, how many points you're going to need. Then head over to the DVC Rent Trade Board and see who's got points to offer. Now, there are you know, there are a lot of loopholes and things you've got to be aware of. There is a thread at the top of that board that you really need to read so you understand the entire process and how this works. If all of this is too convoluted for you, uh, David's DVC Rentals is the other place to go. They have been an advertiser on the Diz for many years. Incredibly, uh, incredibly reputable company. Uh, DVCrequest.com is the website. You're going to pay $14 a point there, but David's doing all the heavy lifting for you. He's coordinating with the owners, getting the points, making sure the reservations go through, all that good stuff. Um, and uh, it, you, But you're talking about if you try and I, I took a look yesterday at you know I forgot which dates I was looking at but getting um, a one bedroom villa through Disney to as, as a hotel room for uh, for a week it was early May May first through the seventh something like that uh, was four thousand um, dollars if I had done it through uh, David's or through the DVC Rent Trade Board it was closer to twenty six hundred. So you're talking about getting a one-bedroom unit or a studio and saving thousands of dollars. I mean, these are not insignificant savings. These are thousands of dollars. And especially if you've got a lot of people, if you're coming with more than four people in a room and you need more space or you need two rooms, these are great options. And, of course, the, when you're dealing with uh, DVC, staying in DVC rooms, you t these rooms all have either kitchenettes in the studio or full kitchens in the one, two, and three-bedroom units. Um, don't try and go for the three-bedroom units. You're rarely ever going to get them. There's not a lot of them. One and two is a little bit more likely. They all have full kitchens in them, though. So you can do some grocery shopping or have groceries delivered um, and cook some meals in the room. Certainly save a lot of money that way, uh, especially for breakfast. That's what a lot that's of people a do. huge savings. Huge savings. Um, so, uh, a savings of time also. Mm-hmm. Either the DBC Rent Trade Board or uh, or David's Vacation Club Rentals, dbcrequest.com. And again, both of these things have limitations. There are, you know, you have to pay for these reservations in full, up front, and there's no refunds. So you have to be, you, once, the, once that reservation is booked with DVC, that's it. You're done. 
It doesn't matter what happens, you're not getting your money back. So you need to keep that in mind as well. So there are things like that. So please do your homework on David's site. Check out the FAQs on the uh, DBC Rent Trade Board. Please read that FAQ thread that explains the whole process so that you are educated going into this. But like I said, on the other side of it, you end up with, uh, you can end up with quite a, a, quite a big savings, a massive amount of savings. Um, uh, Tara DeBona also re- said that she recently um, stayed at Coronado Springs. And uh, they upgraded to a business classroom because that's one of the things that they kind of offer at Coronado because it's a a big convention resort. They have these business classrooms. It was still under $200 a night. They got a prime room location, included breakfast in the lounge each morning. It was a continental breakfast, bagels, pastry, muffins, fruit, yogurt. Uh, They had an espresso and cappuccino maker in there. And in the evening, snacks and beer and wine, free beer, wine, and sangria. Uh, this was just enough for us for breakfast and grabbing a free beer and glass of sangria and heading to the pool for a nighttime swim was great. So that was a, I thought that was a great tip, you know. And we love Coronado Springs. I when we did the seven and seven last year, the seven resorts and seven nights last year, um, Coronado was never on my radar. And after experiencing that resort last year, it is now one of my favorites. It beautiful. We we fell in love with it. We fell in love with it. Something we learned that if you wanted to stay at the Waldorf, which is a hotel we haven't stayed at, but we love the Waldorf. We love the restaurants in the Waldorf. Uh, If you book the Hilton next door, they will, within minutes, offer you an upgrade at a much lower price than you can book the Waldorf for. So you can pay a few dollars and upgrade to the nicer hotel. Just a simple little trick. Well, what you have to be aware of, though, with the Waldorf and the Hilton, like all hotels, they're priced based on occupancy. That Waldorf name scares people away um, because people see Waldorf and they say, way out of my price range, so they go, they go with the Hilton. Well, guess what? I cannot tell you the number of times a room at the Hilton has been more than a room at the Waldorf. Check the Waldorf. It's in the Bonnet Creek Resort. It's right there. Um, this was a slice of property that these people would not sell to Disney, and they ended up selling it to a developer who brought in a bunch of uh, timeshares and the Waldorf and Hilton. And the Waldorf is gorgeous. I mean, that is just a stunning, stunning, stunning hotel. The rooms are beautiful. If I was coming to Orlando as a visitor the way I used to, that would be my hotel of choice. It's in a really great location. It's near the studios, it's near Epcot, and it's near downtown Disney. It's in that it kind of area. It's right up the yeah. street from uh, Caribbean Beach Resort. Exactly. I mean, if, if Disney owned this property, it would, and which they tried to buy many times, um, this is considered, would be considered on property. You're right there. Um, and there's a bunch of uh, great, great resorts back there, not just those two, but those are the two I've experienced. Those are the two I can, I can speak to. And I'm usually not a huge fan of Hilton, and that is a beautiful Hilton. And the restaurant there, I can't remember the name of it. Andiamo. Is that what it's called? No. There's I'm, an Italian restaurant. No, called. I'm talking about the one downstairs, the regular. The breakfast buffet. Oh, I apologize. I don't know. That was, food was fabulous. And the price of that breakfast was amazing. Haven't been there in a while, so the I don't know if it's changed. River. Oh, my gosh. The pool at the Hilton? Yeah. They have great Lazy River. Now, you do have, if you stay in either hotel, you do have access to either pool. Yeah. So, <clears throat> what about uh, any other, other suggestions for saving money on property? Well, obviously, there's uh, discounts every once in a while. Discounts aren't great for room-only reservations. Um, mostly things like uh, annual passholder discounts come out, military comes out, things like that, based on time of year and occupancy. There's currently a 30% off on rooms at select Disney Resort hotels this spring. March 14th through April 12th and April 20th through June 15th. Seen some great rates, though. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's the room discount is hit or miss. You know, it's kind of like you know, people are waiting for that and waiting for that. It doesn't always happen. Your best bet is always going to be if you can take, care, take advantage of one of the uh, offers like annual pass holder or military or maybe even DVC discount and things like that. Well, I will tell you that, and this is anecdotal at best. I just happen to know it taking a look at some rates throughout the spring. Uh, the Poly is really cheap right now. The Poly is really cheap right now. Concierge is cheap right now. because of construction. Construction's going yeah. on. So if you don't mind construction, you want to stay at the Polynesian, 
uh, half the beaches being ripped up. Uh, they think the pool's under construction, and they're getting re- there. The parking lot is being. I understand the main lobby and the ceremonial house is um, being torn up also. Yeah, I mean they're really they're really tearing the place up. So um, consider that if you want to stay at the Poly. But yeah, I don't know how good that experience is ultimately going to be. But um, something to consider when you look at things like the Hilton and the Waldorf, and you know these hotels, while they have really good rates. Keep in mind that you won't be able to take advantage of Disney's Magical Express. You can't uh, get extra magic hours. So you have to weigh that in there as well. Is it going to be worth it to add a car service and things like that? Well, the exception to that now is um, we'll we'll kind of switch to talking a little bit more about off-property. The exception to that is the Walt Disney World Swan and Dolphin. Again, um, longtime advertisers on the Diz. We do have a financial relationship with them. uh, But they were the very first advertiser that came on board. 17 years ago, almost 17 years ago. And uh, they do use Disney transportation. They do, uh, they do utilize Magical Express, don't they? They do. And I know that they have extra magic hours there as well. And some of the uh, – they have great rates, teachers, nurses, uh, educational employees. If you're not a teacher but work for the Department of Education or a school system – you get that rate, government employees, annual pass holders, entertainment club members, AAA members, and AARP members. I wonder if you can combine any of those. Cannot. No, no you can't combine them. But uh, uh, we have negotiated rates. Dreams Unlimited Travel has negotiated rates with the Swan Dolphin. And we'll have a link to that in the show notes page as well. You can go and check their rates. Uh, they are on Disney property but are not owned by Disney. They are right next to the boardwalk. Swan is right next to the boardwalk, and the Dolphin is right next to the Yacht Club. And you can walk to Epcot and Hollywood Studios from there, plus they have the boat launches going over to Epcot and Hollywood Studios. And the Disney bus service runs from there to every place else on property. And uh, these are amazing hotels. Honestly, I've, you know, I've stayed there before um, for whether we've been doing trips locally or having my friends and family stay there. It, I mean... It feels like you're staying at a Disney resort because you're on the location, you have the transportation, and, and the service is great. It, it really it feels like you're staying on property. And it's also important to point out when talking about saving money, um, this is one of the places where your points, these points that you earn on credit cards, could come in handy if the credit card you're using has an agreement with Starwood or you're using a Starwood preferred guest credit card. Uh, Swan and Dolphin are Starwood properties. Um, so if you are uh, Starwood, if you have a, a, a credit card that, that will give you Starwood points, you can transfer those points over to your Starwood account and use those points to book rooms at the Swan and Dolphin. You will also earn Starwood points uh, staying at the Swan and Dolphin. So keep that in mind. That is definitely one of the few places actually on property where you can use your frequent flyer or, or frequent guest points or credit card points to actually take money off your hotel room. Um, Something so. else to check, you have to have a spine to do this, is any of the timeshares in the area will also offer a very highly discounted rate to stay for two or three days if you're willing to take a timeshare tour. You have to decide how much your time is worth. The exception to that is Sheridan Vistana, who we also do business with. And I swear to God, I'm not putting these in here. We're not just doing a big advertising segment here. Um, but uh, Sheridan Pistana is a timeshare. They have Sheridan Pistana Villages, and Ster- which is over near on International Drive, closer to SeaWorld, and Sheridan Pistana Resort, which is on Apopka Vineland Road in Lake Buena Vista. And uh, they, are, they do a, a no-housekeeping offer with us. Um, you can get a one-bedroom villa for $99 a night and a two-bedroom for $139 a night. No housekeeping, but there's a, a, a washer and dryer, dryer right in the unit. And the beautiful units. And there is no timeshare pitch. You are not. You don't have to go do anything. Um, They're beautiful. But too. there's also, uh, in terms of off-property, uh, Dreams Villas of Orlando, uh, John and Kevin's uh, vacation homes. We're actually very excited. We just did a whole bunch of work there the you last week. Personally, did? not me personally. Oh, okay. I wrote the checks. Oh, okay. if that counts. Uh, we just put in flat-screen TVs in every room. Every room got a new TV. Yep, and we just put granite countertops in the kitchens. Wow. Yeah, it was beautiful. Quartz. Something. We put something in the kitchen. I don't know. <laughs> Cost me a lot of money. And we have new beds. Ending it as low as $99 a night. Um, to you sleep know, 10. To sleep up to 10 people. And our the only caveat really is that... Um, Kevin does cook your breakfast every morning. He does. Um, right. So that's, that's so we have a no housekeeping rule too. Uh, 
He dresses like Hazel. <laughs> it's a seven night Mr. minimum B. stay. So Mr. that's B. our sort of caveat. There's a seven night minimum stay. But we offer some perks too. I mentioned this before. We like to give presents. So you show up, everyone will get a gift. Oh, I got one of those one time. You did? Very nice. I showed up for no reason. You gave me a gift. I did. And we give a $40 gift card to Sam's Club, which is right across the street. And people can either use that as a membership, go and get, it's actually $45 now, go and get a membership so that you can purchase stuff cheaply or you can use it as credit over there. So if you already have a Sam's Club card, you can So if you wanted a case of soda and a case of beer. Or something like that. Yeah, right. One of the things that's nice is that that Sam's Club has the cheapest gas around, too. So even if you just use it to get the car and buy gas. gas, you can save money that way. Now, if you are going to consider staying off property, um, there are areas where you want to try and focus as much as possible. The Lake Buena Vista area. Um, and if you're going to stay on International Drive, you want to be on the Plaza International side of International Drive. That's... Uh, uh, away from SeaWorld, away from Wet and Wild, um, where the convention center is. A lot of beautiful hotels around there, very close to Disney. You're talking about a five, ten minute drive, depending on where you are, to get onto property. Um, and uh, we, we, we have some hotels uh, that uh, are on the site that you can take a look at. But just in general, um, you know, staying off site is a way to save a lot of money, but you really do not. I don't care where you're staying, with the exception of the Swan Dolphin, you do not want to rely on uh, these hotels' uh, transportation. Not that it's not reliable, it's just not frequent. It's just one in and one out. Basically, during busier times, they'll have a couple in the morning and a couple at night. But, you know, if you're staying off-site, my recommendation is get a rental car. um, Because that also allows you to, you know, eat some of your meals off-site. And I think Craig has a few recommendations. Before you do that, also, Orlando, I just read a thing recently. Orlando has one of the lowest car rental rates in the country. Because of the number of cars that are rented here and the uh, competition, compared to other areas, I hear all the time, you can get a rental car now. You're not going to get a you know a Suburban or an SUV for this. But if you're just looking for a car, you can get a car for $100 a week or less. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes. Sorry, Craig. Craig, you had some oh, no. recommendations? Uh, yeah. Uh, my highest recommendation actually probably goes to uh, the Sea Dog Brewery, which is really close to... Um, well, Sean, checks, Sean checks in there about three times a day. I love that place. I go there a lot. Yeah, I went there this weekend. It, it's a great restaurant. Um, a lot of people know. It's in the Lake Buena Vista area. Exactly. I couldn't what think of the area. What do they have? Good food? Yeah, they have, She's trying to tell you. No, they have a lot of good food, uh, sandwiches, seafood. Um, it's based off of the Sea Dog beer that you can buy basically at and it's any a brewery. grocery store. It, they brew right in-house. Um it's it's based out of Massachusetts somewhere, Maine. I think. Or it's Maine. one of those yeah. things when you come into this tourist area and everything is so um, chain restaurant-y, chain restaurant, yeah. um, you get this kind of little oasis of cool and yeah. and interesting and unique. And it's sandwiched right between the uh, the Hooters and the Kobe that you can see off of I-4, <laughs> and off in that back <laughs> plaza that's kind of hidden. Um, Sean will be waving as you drive on I four. They have. I'll be there. They have great Not happy uh, happy hour prices there too. Like I think it's three or four dollar appetizers, and it's like two dollar beers or two dollar fifty cent beers. So it's a nice little place. Uh, there's always Ale House that's and five thirty five too, right in that area out of very reasonable. And the food really yeah. is good. I mean, I've I've had I've had some really good meals at Ale House, but it's you I know it's bar food. Yeah. I would recommend uh, Tijuana Flats. Mm-hmm. Two yeah. people can feast for 25 bucks. I mean, you will roll out. Wow, really? Yeah, I mean, if you like Mexican food, you two people can eat for under 25 bucks. Yeah, and then, uh, well, there's a Tijuana Flats on Restaurant Row, which is Dr. Phillips' area, closer to Universal. Uh, it's only about a seven-minute drive away from Disney. Uh, and basically anything anything you want to eat you can find over there if it's uh you know chipotle my favorite uh place to eat over there is actually called witch witch it's like a a play on subway but you can go and get any sandwich combination that you want uh it's really reasonable um like there's a five guys in that same area exactly yeah there's there, there's lots to do, um, and it's all cheaper than eating There's also at a Publix in that same area, so if you're headed that way, it's kind of like a one-stop. And get the fried chicken. <laughs> Best fried chicken you'll ever taste. And Publix subs. 
I agree. Public subs are great. There's nobody better that serves public or serves subs than public. So off off site for both hotels and, and and restaurants, there are a lot of options. Just need to do your research, like everything else. But I want to spend some time talking about ways to save money when you're actually in the parks. This is a lot harder to do um, because you know, with the exception of using your annual pass, if you have an annual pass, nothing's really discounted. So. You have to be creative in some of the things you do, and this is where we find some people coming up with some <laughs> some great ideas. Uh, Jillian Smith on our Facebook page said, buy yourself a Brita water bottle with the built-in filter. It makes Florida water actually taste good, which, trust me, trust me, you don't want to be drinking Florida tap. It's like drinking out of your pool. Um, <clears throat> they drink a lot of water, so having this bottle saves big bucks. A bottle of Dasani in the parks are almost $3. Mm-hmm. So they just fill up their water bottles with ice before leaving the resort in the morning, then get water from the water fountains in the parks. Uh, they charge about 8 or $9 to get one of these bottles, pays for itself after three refills. And uh, they use it in the parks all the time. Uh, that would have been my, I would have said bring a Hydra flask yeah, and too. some of the little crystal light packets. Quick service will give you free rice water. Right. The mm-hmm. problem is if you think you're going to carry around a plastic bottle, which I've done in the past, it's a hassle to try and get the stuff and the ice in there. If you have a bottle with a wider mouth, it's much easier to get tap water, ice water from a quick service and pour it into what you've got and just take it with you. Mm-hmm. For people with kids, this is really all I could focus on for myself. But um, snacks, don't buy snacks in the park. Bring your own snacks, especially if you're staying in like a DVC resort yeah. or off property and you have a place where you're already going to go grocery shopping and get things to have in your hotel room or your your, um, and you, your, your children want snacks. I don't. Oh they my want gosh. snacks that they are familiar with. Um, usually, usually. I mean, but yeah. we will do like one special thing, right. you know, that they don't get to have every day. Or when usually they love popcorn, and that's not terribly expensive, like for a treat. And usually it's during parade time. It keeps them busy. I'm not going to complain. Um, for children who are picky and won't eat off even the kids' menu, um, I've of course I brought Uncrustables into the park those are those peanut butter and jellies they're frozen pre-made um, they even make them now that have whole wheat and reduced sugar so they're a little they bit better it's peanut butter and honey nail oh mm. Mm. amazing not. combination <laughs> I love peanut honey, butter but and honey those you can buy them now pre-made oh. they're not good for you as no they're adult, not <laughs> however they're a gift from God <laughs> and setting limits on like what you plan to spend like as far as souvenirs on your children and letting them know that we can't buy everything we see you know, picking one special thing within a certain budget. Obviously. I would tell them this is your dollar amount that you have. And, and a lot of times it's money they've earned. If, if they're older children, you know, preteens and all, or teenagers even, it's money they've earned themselves. Right. And it's their own money to manage. So it takes it off your back that you have to worry about. Make you know, a stop at the outlet and buy some stuff and take into the park with you, some small things. Mm-hmm. I've had friends do that. They not even Before they even leave home, if their kids are very Look what mom got you. <laughs> yeah, look what I got you. <laughs> yeah, but you can store. find things well, far discounted right. very well. Al- along those lines, another uh, post on Facebook by uh, Angie Gallion. Uh, if you have your heart set on big ticket experiences, look for their cheaper but still wonderful alternatives. For example, if your little girl wants to go to Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique, Take her for the basic package and bring your own dress clothes, yes. dress up clothes from homes. Uh, the dress at Target uh, for twenty dollars will make her, make her smile just as one as much, just as much as the one for fifty dollars at Disney will. Also, if you want to dine with Cinderella, try nineteen hundred Park Fair or Acrosuce. Both of these are still great dining experience experiences, but for a bit less than Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm. Uh, for a romantic night out, try a dessert tasting around World Showcase, or choose California Grill instead of Victorian Alberts. Uh, and never underestimate the romance of a Magic Kingdom park bench while people watching and sharing a sweet treat from the confectionery. Um, but yeah, for like things things like that, bringing some of this stuff from home. Some people have also suggested that you know Target and Walmart will deliver to these resorts, so you can buy stuff at home. Whether it's you know little uh, Disney toys, souvenir type things, juice or snacks, juice boxes. And have them shipped to the resort so it's waiting for you when you get there. I think every kid likes glow sticks, and you can get those in the dollar store, too. Especially and at the Oriental time. Trading Company. Like, I know that usually Most they sell sort stores. of in bulk for teachers, but those items can be so cheap. Like, you know, and you just throw them. Uh, the only problem is if you ever order stuff from there, 
you will get a catalog every 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah, I, I know. Love them. And when the kids them. get old, they love looking through them, though. Yeah, they do love looking you, you have a fr- It's a pen pal for life. <laughs> <laughs> you mentioned that it's tough to get discounts in the parks. Mm-hmm. There are a couple ways to do this, going back to Disney Visa. Uh, you get 10% off select merchandise of $50 or more at certain uh, Walt Disney World Resort owned and operated locations. You can also get 10% off of dining at select uh, locations. And these are good locations. It's not just like, you know, a cart somewhere. Boma, Jico, uh, uh, Citrico's, uh, Boat Rights, Turf Club. So there's a big long list of ones that you can get discounts off of that as well. And then also another way to get discounts on food is Tables in Wonderland. You have to be either a Florida resident, annual pass holder, or DVC member. But Tables in Wonderland is a way to get some savings. The only thing with Tables in Wonderland is they've increased to $125 for a year. So now you've got... still worth it. It's worth it, but you've still got to do that sort of weighing of... You just have to figure figure out how much you're going to go. Right. Going back to the gift cards, this is a great way to give your kids who are old enough to do that instead of them handling actual money. Buy a discounted Disney gift card and give it to them. Right. Right. This is your allowance. Once it's gone, it's gone. gone. Exactly. Um, Tickets are another big expense. And uh, I mentioned this in the news show this week. I want to reiterate it here. Um, as we're recording this, uh, uh, ticket prices had just gone up. Uh, we have uh, one of our advertisers on the Diz is the official ticket center. They are uh, they are licensed and authorized by Disney to sell tickets, so this is not like a scam. These are real Disney tickets. You can buy them, take them into the parks right away. There's nothing else you have to do, and they will ship them to your house. Uh, his prices have not gone up yet. His prices are not going up until either March 3rd or March 5th. So you and and they're discounted prices to begin with. You can definitely save money. It's cheaper, especially on the multi-day tickets. Cheaper than buying from Disney directly. Uh, there's no reason not to buy through uh, official ticket center. Uh, they're a great, very like I said, uh, Bruce has been on the site for, Lord, what now, ten, eleven years. Um, so this is not a fly-by-night effort, and they work directly with Disney. Disney sells them these tickets. They're under contract with Disney for these tickets. Uh, customer service is great, and they will ship the tickets to you. Uh, they will ship the tickets to your resort. They, you can go pick them up. Awesome, awesome outfit. We'll have a link to that on the show notes page. Um, and also, um, one of the things I came across, I didn't have enough time, so I just came across it this morning, and I didn't have enough time to wrap my head around what it is, but if you're involved with the website ebates.com, apparently you can get 20% back with uh, things you purchase on, on uh, Orbitz. And Orbitz sells Disney tickets. So you can get 20% back in your Ebates account buying tickets through Orbitz. I will have a link to it in the show notes page. Again, I didn't completely wrap my head around the whole thing, but it's a big thing on the boards right now. It's a big thing on the budget boards right now that people are saving 20% on their tickets, which is pretty significant. Um, so... Again, you got to do work for this stuff. It's not right. not going to be handed to you, but um, you know there are things like this out there, and and it's 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 really cool. What else have I not talked about? I would like to go back to food for a minute. Sure. Several times recently, when we've been in the park, we've seen people with a little soft sided cooler. As long as you don't bring glass or a big cooler that you have to drag around, we've seen people having their lunch. Mm-hmm. One of the things yeah. I know that you know people talk about touring commando style and you're looking to fit as much in in a certain day. If you're not eating in restaurants, you can put a little bit more hours into your day. And if you've got, especially if you're traveling with kids where you have a stroller where you don't have to lug this thing around, I've seen people do it and I've often thought to myself, you know, I would love a Subway sub or a half a Subway sub in the park because, first of all, there's no place to get that. And you can find a lot of times better stuff outside of the park. I'm not talking about the special meal or paying $6 for a Mickey bar if that's your thing. Do it. But I'm talking, you know, if you're just going to get a cheeseburger or chicken fingers, you could probably find something just as wholesome and just as delicious outside of the park and bring it in with you. I, and I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. That's it. I was just going to say I would have no shame in doing that. I just need to make a public service announcement about that. If you do have a cooler um, or any kind of lunch pail or anything like that, you, 
you can't just leave it sitting around. You can't leave it sitting in stroller parking areas when you go on rides. You have to take it with you. Otherwise, Disney um, swarms it. Security will swarm it because they don't know. They don't know what's in it. Yeah, so uh, just keep that in mind. Well, wouldn't you have had to go through the checkpoint to see what was in it? Well, still, they it's un- an unintended bag is what they call that. Yeah. So, oh, I, I thought you meant like if somebody's in a stroller. What I was going to suggest No, no, if you weird. park the stroller and leave your – go onto a ride and leave your bag in it while you go on the ride. That, that's okay. That's okay. Oh, that's oh, okay. It's it's okay. Just, I, leave my, I leave Ferris yeah. and Finley's backpack. If it's oh, a, I see what you mean. You can't just, just set your cooler down in the middle of right. an area. You can get a locker and store your lunch yeah. in a locker. Stick just, it in somebody's stroller. <laughs> or do that. <laughs> I and just, that's, that's the other thing. I do want to push another advertiser we have on the site, uh, Orlando Stroller Rentals. Um, if you are renting strollers in the parks, um, they have great strollers. I could actually talk about them. I know what kind of strollers they are. I actually use one. It's the City Mini is the one that they really use the most. And they have single ones, double ones. They have ones for larger children. Um, you know, so lots of kids with special needs still need that space to feel safe mm-hmm. where it's not a baby stroller. It's like an actual push chair, they call it. Um, Here's these, the deal. It's nobody's t- business who's in a stroller. Right, okay. Well, Sorry, just, that I'm, happens I'm a lot. I'm just saying. No, no, I'm not talking to you. This oh, is but, on the um, boards all the time. And they okay. turn on a dime. I mean, like, some of these, like, front-to-back double strollers, they're like tanks. And when you go to make a turn, you're like, excuse me, pardon taking me. I'm going to hit you. <laughs> <laughs> Whereas with this stroller, I could literally stand in one spot and with my hand just turn it. And it's more than likely not going to hit anyone. Um, I love them. They're great. They have great storage. They lean back. They have full canopies that will totally cover a sleeping child. They are not going to get sunburned. And when they're, the seats are let back, it's all mesh. So that way air gets through to the child. Oh, you know, air gets through to the child. And so they're not sweating inside the stroller. Like even if you did have like a blanket over to provide more shade. Um, they're awesome. I love them. I would suggest using them too. Yeah. they're a gr- And they deliver right to the resort. Um, so you don't have to go anywhere and pick them up, and they'll pick them up when you're done. Um, so uh, Orlando Stroller Rentals, again, all this in our show notes page, disunplugged.com. We could probably spend another two hours talking about the discount opportunities that are out there. and Maybe we'll need to do a second show on this at some point. But uh, for now, that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for joining us, everyone. And remember... Stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good week.